Amen. Last Thursday was Eved Sulaqa, Ascension Thursday, where Jesus ascended into heaven and took his place at the right hand of God the Father. And Jesus says, I am going to prepare a place for you. And Jesus is interceding for us and he gives us power from on high. So as he ascends into heaven, he tells the apostles right before that in Luke 24, don't go into the world and preach my gospel until you have been clothed with power from on high. So my question to us is, do you ever feel powerless? You look outside, you see the world, and it's only getting worse. Another devastating tragedy in our schools. You look at our children, they're getting into drugs and fighting. You look at them and they're confused about their sexuality or they're confused about what the truth is. You see that our churches are not as full and you feel powerless to these changes. I constantly think about the next generation. Parents, you guys know this well. When you feel powerless over your children, you're tempted to control. Powerlessness leads us to control because we're motivated by a fear that if we don't control something, this is going to happen. So because of our fear, we say, I have to control this. But then we're met with powerlessness. You try to control, it doesn't work, and you feel very insecure. When we talk about power in a worldly way, it is often in control. Those who have power over us are trying to control. Parents, you try to control your kids. Eventually they get older and older, you get more afraid, you get more anxious, and eventually you have to surrender to God. The church can also fall into this reality. You guys know how much we do at St. Joseph with our youth group. And with kids, we always say we're trying to control them. Why? So nothing bad happens. But one thing control does not change is this constant feeling of powerlessness. Because the reality is there are some things you cannot control. You wish you could control people. You wish that they would just follow you or they would just do the right thing. But God has given every single person free will to do what they want. And so that's why the serenity prayer is such a powerful prayer. Pray this with me. God, God, grant me the serenity serenity to to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Now power in a Christian mindset is manifest in faith and surrender. Whenever we feel powerless to something, our invitation is to humble ourselves like Jesus and invite power from on high. Humility is acknowledging your powerlessness and living in the faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Jesus says to St. Paul, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Jesus said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, which means my grace is enough. 
For power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weakness in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. And he ends it by saying, say this with me, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. Good job, bud. It's just like wild. How does that make any sense? That when we are weak, then we are strong. It's because there's, like we're talking about, there's a reality of powerlessness to things in this world or people in our lives. We can't control certain things. And so we're powerless. But the Lord is inviting all of us to a surrender and a faith and a trust that when we trust in Jesus, and as he says, do not go out until, until you have been clothed with power from on high. So instead of control, which is really motivated by fear, we're called to a surrender, living in faith. When we're powerless, we need to surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit and receive more of God. It's that common phrase. Say this with me. Let go. Let go. And let God. And let God. Amen. Amen. It makes sense though. Eventually things you can't control, let go. Let God. God, I trust you. I trust that you're going to take care of it. All right, let's transition. When did you receive the Holy Spirit? Baptism? course, right? But there's a special sacrament in the Christian life, in the Catholic Church, that is dedicated specifically to the Holy Spirit. You received Holy Spirit at baptism. The power of God came inside of you. And yet, you, we, should, we should never limit God. And so God is always more. God is always bestowing more upon us. And Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, but not yet. Only until you have been clothed with power from on high. Nine days after your ascension, what do we celebrate? Next Sunday, what do we celebrate? Pentecost. The feast where the Holy Spirit, power from on high, descended upon Mary and the apostles. And then from that... They go and 3,000 people are converted. Peter looks at a blind beggar, a lame beggar, excuse me, and he says, I don't have any money for you, but in the name of Jesus Christ, stand up and walk. He didn't have any power within himself, but he had the power of the Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, to say to this leper, to to this lame man, get up and walk. And so, the sacrament that I'm referring to is not baptism, but is confirmation. Confirmation is the sacrament of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says in Luke 4, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, proclaim liberty to captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free. In the Gospel today, we hear that Jesus says, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. These signs will accompany them who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. How do you do that? How can you drive out demons? In the name of Jesus. They will speak new languages. 
They will pick up serpents with their hands. They will drink deadly things and it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. But we can feel very powerless. Like if you pray over someone and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Lord, I just pray healing right now. Anyone that needs healing, I pray right now, heal them. Not my power, power from on high, Holy Spirit. So when we're proclaiming the good news, and I I shared a few weeks ago, and you guys were so encouraging after the homily. I shared that I felt like sometimes when I preach, like nothing changes. People aren't changing. You know, the, the church is not getting fuller or whatever it may be. Like that's a temptation from the devil to like lie to me and say, you're not making a difference. But sometimes when we're preaching the gospel, we feel powerless, but we're not. We have been anointed with the Holy Spirit. Confirmation, the gift of confirmation, the sacrament of confirmation, we as Chaldeans receive it right at baptism, is an anointing for a commissioning. We all have a mission in this world. We're meant to preach the gospel, but not until we have been clothed with power from on high. Because if we try to do it on our own, we fail. We're powerless. We can't do it. We've got to humble ourselves and say, come Holy Spirit. Amen? You have the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had. You are the Father's beloved and anointed, and the presence of Jesus' Spirit is living inside of you. Jesus' mission is your mission, and you have power to live it. We're no longer powerless when we yield to the Holy Spirit. Last story. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is David and Goliath, where in 1 Samuel 17, David kills Goliath. But before David does that, Samuel, the prophet, he goes to David's father and he's looking for the next king. The first king, what was his name? Saul, good job. The first king was Saul and Saul was disobedient. He was sinning. He was not depending on God. He was depending on himself. And so Samuel's looking for the new king and God points out David. It says, before David kills Goliath, it says, Then Samuel, with the horn of oil in hand, anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And from that day, the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David. The Spirit of God comes from anointing. And that is what you receive at confirmation. At confirmation, we are all anointed with chrism oil, on our forehead, under our lips, so that we can speak in our hands and in our feet, which we can walk with the gospel. So my question to us is, where do you feel powerless in your life? What would happen if you let go and let God? Let go of control, motivated by fear, and surrender to the power of God. Do you feel powerless with your children, or with certain relationships, or with finance? Come Holy Spirit, power of God. So I ask you to repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of pride. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of self-reliance. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, 
I renounce the spirit of control. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of powerlessness. Amen.